Welcome in. Episode 18. Oh, nice. That sounded really good in my ears. Yeah, I wish <laughs> you would have known that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have like made it aware. <laughs> it's another episode of Hef, Sam, and Dan On Demand. The man dying on the microphone right now is Evan Heffelfinger. It was cold. Uh, part to Dr. Pepper before yeah. you get any ideas. <laughs> It wasn't I'm Dr. Pepper last week. <laughs> yes, it, well, yeah, it's right. It's a Diet Coke. <laughs> yeah, right. All right. I'm Sam Schmitz, Swiss Army Knife of 105.7 from The Fan, Dan Plucker, executive producer of The Big Show, Evan Heffelfinger. Hello. I uh, forget. What's your title? I'm the associate producer. Associate producer of, of the, the Bill Michaels. Network. Correct. Well, it might be one station shorter after... Really? Okay. No. Oh, no. okay. I was gonna say, geez. Yeah, that he was called, that was a get, drastic message. Don't get too depressing. He called and apologized. All right. Yeah. Bill did. Anyway, we don't have to talk about that. You can find us all on Twitter. I'm at Sam Double Underscore Schmitz. S C H M I T Z, not D T, like a p- false Schmitz. Uh, Dan Plucker at Dan Plucker. Evan Heffelfinger. C H E R at Evan Heff. Twenty five. Twenty five. Twenty five. Surprised. Just I like that. my number in two K. Hey, speaking of 2K. What a segue by me. Oh, you Thank you. Paul the crap out of that thing. Nice. Thank you. Because what we've been trying to do, keep ourselves busy, Mr. Plucker over here has decided to create a whole team on NBA 2K of the 105.7 FM, the fan staff. And I'm honestly pretty proud of like how accurate he's been able Thank to get you. all these people right yeah absolutely i, I appreciate i just it. can't wait to see like a few highlights and like once we get a mixtape going <laughs> a couple of our highlights sparky draining a three in the corner me going for like a magic johnson no look pass what? i've probably put in like six or seven hours into just creating people oh, so far on 2k it takes forever mm-hmm. to create so, a player basically what i've been doing is uh making player comps for every person at the fan staff and then kind of fitting them to the mold of what I like to run in 2K. We did that a little bit during the week, like brainstorming, mm-hmm. and it was honestly kind of fun. It was a lot of fun. Because 2K has like these websites where you can build like rosters, essentially, Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, with like my team players, and I was coming up with some wild teams. It was fun. It's actually a good like reason why they've like started to import those like all-time great teams. Yep. It's mm-hmm. because people on those websites just make those rosters, and eventually 2K was like, Oh wait, we can just put this in the game and start selling it for money. Why don't we do that? Yeah, exactly. Super easy. Um, so basically, what I did here was I started with uh, the five people who I thought were well. Actually, they're the five hosts of shows, so it made it kind of easy. Uh, so starting at point guard for the 105.7 FM, the fan team, Muggsy Bogues. Muggsy Bogues, <laughs> aka Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Yes, he's five three. Okay, I was gonna ask you: Are you keeping the height and weight differences uh, pretty, you, as I, accurate I as possible? It, I, I made it pretty close. I, did I, you I ask Sparky how tall he was? Actually, uh, I did not. But he thought it, he it. loved the fact that he was Muggsy Bogues, and so did Gary when I told him about it as well. Oh, I'm sure um, Gary. We did. haven't been able to talk about it on the Big Show at all yet, uh, but. Basically, so Sparky's going to be an 84 overall out of 99, which is Fair. about standard. That's about what Eric Bledsoe is, is I think. So Roughly, yeah. Basically, our team is going to be it's going to be a pretty good team um, based on what the overalls are for the players. I, and I, based trying, on our two stars. Correct. Well, actually, I bumped one of our stars. We'll get into that. Okay. Um, so coming up at shooting guard is the best player on the team, and it makes probably a lot of sense Shooter. that he is. Shooter. 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 
Leroy Butler, he's our shooting guard. I oh. made him uh, Reggie Miller slash Kobe kind of combo. So see, he I would has, have done like a D Wade kind of guy. See, but but, I can but see he's it. a shooter. He yeah, but I, that's, yeah, I that's what I had to incorporate the Reggie Miller into it. And his favorite player of all time is Kobe. I'm pretty sure. Okay, so and I did it fits it into the, the team scheme the, a little bit better. Killer it, Kobe it defense. Yeah. So for basically, one of the best well, defensive safeties. his his defense. Yeah, I, I bumped up his defense, especially steals. Um, and his perimeter D. I, I believe they're both A pluses. And then offense, he's an offensive superstar all around, A-pluses across the board. So he's going to be able to shoot from deep. He, he can do everything. Um, I made his vert really high, too, and I made him like have really good dunking abilities. So he's going to be, he's going to be the best player what was on his the overall? team. He's a 95 overall. Whew. So he that's, uh, to put it into perspective, is about like a Russell Westbrook. Like I think he's one uh, point lower than Russell Westbrook in the game. No, uh... Because I have 2K19. Sorry. I've never seen the tragedy. Leroy Ball, but I would still take him over Russell Westbrook regardless. <laughs> Interesting. Like well, if Westbrook. I'm just talking overall, I, I would probably agree. Anyway, <laughs> let's go to the three position, small forward, and that is going to be our own Bart Winkler. And for the look for Bart, I decided to uh, go with Quarantine Bart. So if you look mm-hmm. at his Twitter page, I basically modeled his image off of the profile picture there. He's going to be an 84 overall, and... After a little bit of a debate between me and Evan, we decided to go with DeMar DeRozan for the comp with that. Hmm. Um, mid-range? So, yeah, mid-range guy. Not really much of a shooter from deep, but he can drive and he plays pretty decent defense. Um, so basically, We were thinking Draymond Green for a little bit. For a no. little bit, but, but no. again, we wanted to keep it like competitively balanced because I want to be able to play. I'm going to play all these games on Hall of Fame level, so I want to be able to play and lose games. Oh, you're playing on Hall of Fame. Yeah, I'm playing yeah, on Hall of Fame. <laughs> you don't need you'll, to try to lose. You'll lose. Well, you could the, lose with a god squad. On Hall of Fame, dude, they're so automatic my, the computer. I would not say Hall of Fame. my 2K skills. I actually like would go through and play 2K and win pretty handily in Hall of Fame. Really? With like rosters that I created, yeah, I'm pretty freaking good at 2K. Not gonna lie. Now anyway, try playing Madden. I'm uh, like all oh, Madden. That's a whole I've different also story. Because you're just throwing interceptions left and right. Yeah, that's what Maybe. it's like on veteran in NCAA football 13. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. no, that that's true. In NCAA 13, 14, like the the levels on the that, linebackers oh, just catch. It's just ridiculous. AJ Hawk type. It's of, ridiculous. Like, All right, let's, let's let's continue on with the starting lineup here. So we have Sparky, Leroy, and Bart as the first three. Coming up at the power forward is going to be Gary Ellerson, who I designed as a little bit better Jaron Jackson. So he has a little bit better defensive qualities. He, uh, I, I bumped his three point shooting percentage as well. So those are kind. Of, that's kind of the the make that I was looking for him. I know he would probably want to be a shooter as well. He didn't seem too turned off by the fact that he was Jaron Jackson. So I think I don't I think he knows who that it is. Hey, as long as he can I pop one in the corner the every like <laughs> right. couple trips down the court, that's all that matters. My my two K game is a bunch of pick and pops and pick and rolls. So that's kind of what that's how what you I win the game in two K. Honestly, yeah. right. So then coming up at our center. Who haven't we uh, said yet? Oh, the last host, actually. And it's a midday host. Well, there you have it. Uh, it's a Bill Michaels, the big unit here. Uh, the Bill Michaels here. What's up with the sigh right before you said that? It's the big unit, Bill Michaels. I didn't mean for there to be a sigh if there was one. So basically, I started with Bill as a 96 overall Shaq. Mm. Uh, which was basically Lakers' prime Shaq. Oof. But I thought that that was going to be a little too OP with yes. Leroy as well. So I knocked him down to a 91. Uh, I made him a little bit lighter. So he's um, a little lesser a little bit slower. of the unit. But basically, I mean, he's what still— What happened to my voice there? That was weird. That was pretty weird. That was <laughs> like yeah, a... I mean, he's still going to be Shaq. He's Shaq. Like, he's, he's like I a... wish my voice sounded like that. 
keep going. Can you do like a he's movie a, trailer in that voice? He's like, a little bit later. This summer. Show. That's what happens when you have a sugary soda and it just sticks in your mouth. Oh, so good. So keep the starting going. lineup yeah. one more time for you. It's going to be <laughs> it Sparky as an 84 overall Muggsy Bogues type. Leroy as a shooting guard 95 overall. Reggie Miller, Kobe Bryant combo. Small forward as a Bart Winkler 84 overall DeMar DeRozan type. Power forward, Gary Ellerson coming in at 83 overall, Jaron Jackson. Then we have Bill Michaels, who's basically the Shaq, the big unit, 91 overall. Now, to start on the bench, we had to start with... Uh, this is where it gets th- interesting. I'll go through this a little bit quicker. <laughs> so we have uh, Radio Joe at an 82 overall, and I comped him to Mike Bibby, uh, mostly because he just shaved his head, and I thought that that, that part was pretty funny. Oh, you changed it to Bibby. I, I changed it to Bibby, yeah. It, it was Jason Kidd at first. It really? was Jason Kidd at first, but there wasn't... Oh, there that wasn't makes so a, much sense, because he's like smart, and he could like pick the top, you know, defensive part and there, just find the perfect There hole. wasn't enough of a, of a um, player comp for Jason Kidd for me to put him in, because okay. the lowest level Jason Kidd on the game is an 86, and I didn't want to sit through and like change all of the attributes which I'm not inevitably I ended up doing for Evan later so I could have done it then. But you could have done Rondo. I could have done Rondo. That but but it's kind of that same that same outlook, more of yeah. a playmaker and a facilitator than a scorer. All right. Um so, so he's our six man? He's a six man, yeah. Right. I think he kinda of had to be yeah. being the only full time producer here on staff. Uh so coming up next is gonna be Ryan Horvat because he also is a host of his own show. He's going to be the backup shooting guard, seventh guy off the bench. Bogdan Bogdanovich is his player comp there. So kind yeah. of a three and D type of player. Bogdan um, or Bojan? Bogdan Bogdanovich. Okay. So he's a he's an eighty overall. I bumped up uh, something or other. He was a seventy nine originally in the game. Coming in at number eight is the franchise, which is awesome because they actually have that nickname on the game. So the yep. game will call him the franchise. <laughs> Tim Allen, who I made uh, Harrison Barnes comp with. Okay. So again, like a. Th- He's going to be more of a shooting small forward off the bench yeah. where Bart is more of a driving, slashing type of small forward. Then at the nine is myself, the backup power forward, Al Farouk Aminu. Power forward. Yep, 77 overall. <laughs> uh, so We had to have some power forwards yeah. and centers on the team. I right. was going to say, unless we're like going Houston, we're just going small ball. Oh, no. Yeah, I didn't want to make everybody a small ball player. So I'm like 6'10", which in real life I'm I, uh, maybe 6'1 on a good day. I understand so. why we have to do this. Yeah. Right. So I don't blame you. Yeah. Right. All right. Uh, so then coming up at center is Evan. Right. The next tallest off, person on the, who, the who, fan. Yep, he rounds out the um, second string on the team. So he's a young Nikola Jokic um, because yes. that's what he requested. So, yes. so basically he's going to be able to pass the ball a little bit. He has some really good interior game. Uh, I, I made sure that I'm his, a shooter. I made sure that his three-point shooting was good enough. But to be honest with you guys, I had to bump a lot of stats for Evan because, I mean, Jokic is a 95 overall in the game. Yeah. And then he has 99 overall potential. So basically, I just like threw that all. I mean, the potential. I think the potential is fine. The thing is, but the player rating is affected by the potential. So Uh, if you leave the potential at 99, players are rated higher. I realize in the game, which is kind of frustrating. Here's what you do. So you're too good. You bump the potential to zero for all of them until you sign them or whatever. You put them on a roster. Then once they're there, you bump. Well, no, I just put you as a 77 overall potential. So you will stay at 77. Oh. And then with team morale, you'll go up or down. Same thing with all <laughs> these guys. Okay. So that's that's what I did for every the player. Other, so we didn't o- have people like, like all of a sudden, like Evan goes from a 77 overall to a 90 in one season. Like we don't need that to happen. No well, offense, Evan. I think it's but possible. It's, it's very possible. <laughs> so then uh, the last person that I have created to this point is Sam. 
uh, our own Sam Schmitz, the Swiss Army Knife, and I Schmitzy. made him uh, Michael Carter Williams. That was the player comp there. Because, oh, because man. listen, there's, there's, there's reasoning oh, behind it. Man. You're 76 overall, that. so you're only one behind the two of us. And I get that there's all this Bucks hate because he played for the Bucks and it's he wasn't there. It's not even that. Good. But so the, I'm basically he's he's the defensive guy off the bench that he can guard the one through three. So my my thought process was since you're the Swiss Army knife, you can do a little bit of everything. But and Michael Carter Williams can't shoot. Did <laughs> you up the three point shot? No, I didn't. <laughs> so yeah, uh. he, he's Sam's not going to be the shooter. He's going to be a facilitator oh, and defensive man. guy. Um, I'm sorry if that makes you a little upset there. It, it, but, I really am. But well, what what player would you want? Would to you be? Have, want, would you have liked Andre Iguodala? Yeah, I would like that. Fine, I'll make you a Godala if it makes cool. you feel better. Because honestly, MCW, I just don't want to ever try to remember that name again. Okay, I'm Because just brings up bad times. I was looking for a third string point guard was, because you never know with point guards. I was watching so. the replay of Kobe Bryant's last game in Milwaukee a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. and MCW was a point guard, and I just like had like the worst flashbacks. Because I remember we traded for this guy who was somehow won Offensive Rookie of the Year, and just couldn't do anything on the court, like the, offensively. Yeah, he just bounced mm-hmm. from team to team afterwards, and every team kind of realized, like, wow, this guy really can't do anything in the NBA, like you know scoring wise or anything like that. So if Sam's not going to be the backup point guard any, anymore, you know what you should do for me? What's that? Make my secondary position point guard. I'll be the backup <laughs> a center or a point guard. Yes, I'll be the backup point guard. <laughs> no. I just will try to think yeah. of a player that I would like to be compared well, the, to. Okay, okay. Realistically, there you go. Okay, that's your I just challenge. Have to think about okay, because you know I'm that's, kind of on the that's spot. That's your challenge for the show. That's your then. challenge yeah. for the yeah. podcast. Yeah, that's so, easy. So figure it out who, the guy that you want to be. And I'll honestly, make you if him I could be a George Hill point guard, that'd be that'd be done. Okay, George Hill might be a little bit too good. Anyway, let's go to the the second third string player on the team, which is going to be Jeff Orlowski. Yes, Polish pipe bomb. And I made him. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm. I'm thinking. I'm going to do this. He's going to be a Ron, like Ron Artest, Meta World Peace. Yes. Yeah. You absolutely. know, that's like the perfect fit for him. Like, if you know Jeff, like he's he's going to be the enforcer on the team. He's going to come in off the bench and just, you know, f some people up in the game. You got to give get him the some hard fouls too. in there. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It'll be great. And then, last but not least, to round off the fan staff for the 105.7 FM, the fan team on NBA 2K is going to be Mike Clemens, and he's going to be like a right now Pau Gasol. So like a veteran kind of presence, he's going to be a leader in the locker Wise. room. You know, just mm-hmm. yeah, super smart dude, really going to be able to help some of the younger guys like Evan and I guess not really Bill, Evan and myself. So that's that's kind of the dream here. Um so the the overall goal of this is I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to uh like what is it called? Stream stream these games on the 105.7 FM, the fan website, on the Twitter and the Facebook. I'm gonna <laughs> ask Mitch. He already said one thing about video games would be an interesting idea. Sparky loves the idea. He thinks that I should do it because he thinks that people are gonna be entertained by it. I would See, love even to. if it's just one show. And, and honestly, I was also kind of thinking it'd be pretty cool to like just do our podcast on it. Like oh, yeah. just do like on the how, stream. How how is your internet? My internet's really good. Okay, like, so really you good. you can share play both of us. Like so, what you can do is you'll play the game. Mm-hmm. Sam and I will be watching your screen, right? And, and then we'll you guys can like, comment on stuff, or you can like talk to me. We can talk. We can do like the podcast stuff, like whatever. I think it'd be really guys, fun. Look at us. So look that's us. that's my like thought. innovative 
That's my innovative <laughs> idea me. with this. And if it gets completely shot down, then I'm just going to do it on my own Twitter page. Well, yeah. And see, then see, we can still the do it. Like, they, we, they technically can't restrict what you do on your Twitch or whatever. No, yeah. they can't restrict me. I just want to have the platform of Oh, you want to be able to share it. Right. We will be doing this regardless if we can't share it on the fan account. Right. Right. You've already put in too much work for you to not That's a fact. So I think tomorrow, Evan and I are going to, at some point tomorrow, we're going to Sam, what are you up to tomorrow? Yeah, because we're going to ask you too. So we're going to do some programming on air right now. Um, I don't think anything tomorrow. Because tomorrow afternoon we were Evan uh, well, and I, I were work, thinking I think of, I work until like 6, 7 okay, o'clock. So, yeah, I think that's what you said. So later on in the evening, uh, Evan, Sam, and I, if Sam's in, we're going to create the uniforms and the stadium for 105.7 FM, the fan team, if we're all down for it. So I think I'm it's going to be really interesting. So that means tonight or before tomorrow, I guess, I have to finish Jeff and Mike Clements. Everybody else is ready to go. So we're like set to do this thing. I just have to... Pass it by our boss, Mitch, and see if he'll let me do it. I really hope he does. Well, he'll uh, hopefully be in next week. So we yes, can talk I might to be able him. to ask him in person. I just want Flint Tropic uniforms. That's all I ask. Oh, well, we well, should. Like- yes, I agree. That's an awesome jersey, but we're making like the fan jerseys. Yeah. yeah. So, so like, like, so like, I'm importing the 105.7 FM the fan logo on oh, 2K like the, import. The the center court logo will yeah. be. Our, that's, yep. that's a good idea. And then I'm importing. Um, one of our biggest sponsors, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin, yep, that's going to be our, our, that's our jersey logo. You know what you could yep. base it off of is the Tune Squad jerseys, and then you could put the 105.7 FM, the, the fan logo in the middle. Okay. Those are, those are my favorite. just make it blue. But the thing is, they don't look like NBA jerseys then. So I don't know. We'll have to we'll have right. to talk through it. We'll, we'll have play to see. around with a lot yeah, of it. Tomorrow. It's going to be really fun. Like I think it's going to be It's a really cool idea. Listen, I think Sam, it'd be a great way to engage I need an excuse too. to sit at home and play video games and drink with my friends. Why are you asking me? I don't know. But I just... Well, boom, I just <laughs> gave you one. You know, yeah, he, Dan is and giving us several. the option. I've been doing this for like all this time off. Like, <laughs> what do you think I've been doing to pass the time? Sorry. Just, See, in uh, a couple really weeks, you're going to be football. wishing for this time off. I'm back That's in true. the top 12% in Madden. I'm trying to get, nice. back. I'm trying to get back into the top 10%. Okay. Nice. Okay. um, Seasons on my team. No, I just do online head to head. Keep the rosters even. Okay. Because I that makes sense. I just hate people who you know. I'll do ultimate team. I used to do ultimate. I used to do ultimate team, and then I just got so frustrated with it. I was in the top ten percent of ultimate team. So give me, give me Devontae Adams, Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Jones. We're good to go. Jimmy Graham. You can say what you want about him. I tweeted this out. You can say what you want about him in real life. Dude is still a beast. In Madden. Madden. So that's kind of what Guys, we're doing. To, well, what's up? Well, consider me shocked. Our order is delayed and will now arrive between eight fifteen and eight twenty. Dang it! I'm so hungry. All right, Sam. To. Why don't you Why don't you break the news about your kind of new position? On yeah. The fan? So I just learned today that you know all things considered, hopefully sports return in the time that we expect this to somewhere. What in June? June, mm-hmm. July. Yeah. So if that comes back and baseball is good to go. Um, I don't know how long the season will be, but I will be alongside with the franchise for every Tim Brewers post game, which is going to be. I'm looking forward to that. Just li- sitting down with Tim for every game, trying right. to pick his brain and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Uh, the only thing I'm dreading is those West Coast games. Yeah, when you'll be oh, here until like yikes. 2 a.m. Yeah. yeah, and then have to be here the next day until 2 a.m. But it's going to be fun, and then we'll see what happens with Buck season once the NBA comes back, and then yeah, I'm assuming they don't have anybody to do that right now either. Yeah, it be you but I'm well. assuming uh, green and gold post games will still be the same too. Yeah. So Sam is going to be our post game extraordinaire. Yeah, little uh, yeah. little uh, promotion, I guess you could say. Sam Schmidt's promotion. 
All right. I, I mean, I would say so. That's yeah. absolutely a promotion. Yeah. yeah. So, so that means all three of us are on daily shows. Pretty much at this point. Speak. Look at us. Look at look, look at us. Tell yeah, you what, what tell you fuck? what who's not getting a promotion though. Who's that? Aaron Rodgers in a couple of years. Oh Ooh. damn. Because the Packers decided to go with Jordan Love at pick number twenty six in the draft. And I think it's gonna get a little heated, not as far as like us disagreeing, but what we expect from how good does Jordan Love have to be in order for the Packers to justify this pick? How good? You'll have to find out next after this. Nice. I love <laughs> <Nice>. it. <laughs> Uh. All right. We good? Yeah, I'm. I'm mad. Got your uh, markers all set. All right, welcome back. Half Sam and Dan on demand. This is the Randall Cobb episode or Jason Kendall episode or any way you want to put it. Sam Schmidt, Mike Mustakis. Mike Mustakis, there you go. Now we're thinking. That's not my name. It's just that's a guy who wore 18. Absolutely. Evan Heffelfinger is the guy who thought of Mike Mustakis. Thank you. So, uh, you thought we were done with this Jordan Love Packers draft? Nope. Psych. Because if shows are doing, you know, half their shows on win or loss, you know, release schedules. Damn right, we can talk about Jordan Love. Mm -hmm. But it's an interesting topic because this is going to eventually be the conversation once he does take over, is how good does Jordan Love have to be in order for the fans to justify the draft pick as well as the front office, uh, as well as like really the whole team's success and how we think his career is going to play out. So um, I'll start off. like I think I've mentioned it a couple times. In all honesty, I think he, he's got to at least win a Super Bowl, you would think. If not multiple, I know Favre and Rodgers weren't able to. Starr is the only Packers quarterback who's really been able to win multiple championships. But I think, you know, we had a shot last year, and you got to think that going into this year, we can at least get back into the playoffs, and we'll see where it goes from there. I don't know. I mean, even even if Jordan Love could be like an MVP type candidate and puts up like crazy numbers, becomes like an All Pro, gets all these accolades and stuff like that. I wouldn't even like care in all honesty unless he gets a ring in that season. Like he can put up the craziest numbers and stats, but it wouldn't it wouldn't matter to me. Bless you. That's where you. that's where I'm torn. Because at a certain point we can't expect a Super Bowl, but we also probably should. But we're due for one though. That's the thing. If he's if he we win a Super Bowl with him as a quarterback, but he's god awful. Like if I'll he's still take it. But I don't think that would make that pick a success because that means something else has happened so I think it needs to be if it's not a Super Bowl or probably a Super Bowl with him playing average or better not even probably above average or better or he needs to win an MVP or he needs to because Pro Bowl doesn't count does he need to win Super Bowl MVP if he does get a championship not necessarily Yeah. yeah Um, although they, they love to give it to quarterbacks anyway, like Tom Brady a few years ago when it should have been James White. Even last year, you could have made a case for Damian Williams. Because mm-hmm. uh, he in that first half, he yeah, no, tried to keep James the Chiefs White should have won the Super Bowl MVP. I agree. Don't what, even get me started. 2017, 2018? That was the 28-3 game. Another former Badger running back, Corey Clement. Mm-hmm. Big part of that championship for the Eagles. Yep. Where was I going? So, 
Pro Bowls, like, I don't care. He could... Pro Bowls mean nothing. Mitch, Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, Trubisky was a Pro Bowler. Bowler. Oh, like, that's all you need to know about the Pro Bowl. People so forget. he needs to be an All Pro, an an MVP. You know, in an ideal world, yeah. Or we win a Super Bowl with him being above average right. or better. Obviously. What about you? So, it's lofty expectations, but we need to have lofty expectations. So uh, yeah. for me, at this point. There's there's two ways that I'm looking at this for how good Jordan Love has to be. And one is he has to be at least good enough to be fool's gold. I mean, yeah, like because he, what what he what the what the Packers need him to be really is they need him to be Jimmy Garoppolo. They need or better. Or better, right. Yeah. That's that's kind of the bar here because that was, he needs to be good enough where if they decide that Rodgers has a couple more years in him by the time his contract is up or after these next two years when they're rumored to maybe deal him when his contract won't have as much of a salary cap hit, then they then either – sorry, I lost my train of thought. Uh, with Rodgers, if they move on from him there, then obviously they're going to need him to fill in. And if that's when they're going to realize when he is great or a flop – then I think it's almost too late. So in these next two seasons, they need to either know that he is the guy and he's going to do these things. He's going to win a Super Bowl. He's going to win an MVP. He's going to be a multi-time All-Pro. Mm-hmm. Or he needs to make the appearance of that for people outside of the organization. And the organization itself needs to say, oh, this guy's the next big thing. Right. He's the next Patrick Mahomes, just so that they can deal him and get a pick. I mean, the Patriots did that with Matt Castle, with with Garoppolo, right? Kobe Brissett, and mm-hmm. and that's that's all that you do. You this they have to follow the Patriot way here, and I, and I'm the hugest anti anti Patriot way person alive right. because I'm a Lions fan. So I've seen this Patriot way thing, and it's a load of horse crap for literally every other team. But it works. But well, not for, for other teams, not for other but teams, for, the just Patriots, for the Patriots, it right? Works. So that's that's literally what the Packers have to do. They, I mean, they've done it so far. They draft him. They've been saying that he's their guy. All of this stuff. This has this narrative that he is the next thing has to keep going for the next two years. Yeah. Because if it doesn't, if if they say if somebody goes, oh, you know, like he's not really picking up on things. You know, he's he's kind of struggling. He's throwing a lot of picks and practices, like all that stuff. No, they have to continue to push this narrative that he is the guy. And if he is, then great. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. then you guys get what you want. And yeah. it justifies the pick. But if not, you have to continue to push that narrative that he is so that other teams believe you and will buy into it. Now, is it worth it for hypothetically, because Garoppolo was traded for a second round pick. So in reality, that's probably what people are going to set the bar at in the future. Mm-hmm. So, in a way, even that still wouldn't be enough because it would be the Packers trading their first and fourth from this year for a second-round pick, hypothetically, of course, speaking, if a right. Jimmy Garoppolo-type deal came to light. However, at the time, I do remember a lot of people were infuriated in Boston that they only got a second-round pick for Garoppolo, which yeah. is a fair standpoint as well. So I guess that's where I'm coming from. It's just he has to be at least fool's gold for the Packers. Here's the thing, though, is like even if you are able to trade him or you do end up 
you know, if you, let's say like makes a couple spot starts, if Rodgers gets injured and kind of like what happened with Garoppolo, he does well and stuff like that, and you want to trade him, does that mean though that you know the front office basically screwed up that pick still? I don't think so because because I I think that's just Aaron Rodgers outplaying the expectations at that which point. which is what happened with Brady because and Garoppolo correct that's that's pretty much the only way that Jordan Love does not end up being a starter in Green Bay is if Aaron Rodgers just comes out and says f you and the next four seasons yeah, he and goes twenty eleven like Rodgers right but here's what I'm thinking though is because you know this was supposed to be Lafleur's pick and Gutekind's like you know. Balls on the table, kind of like type of draft. Right. If you're giving up that pick that you traded well, up for, what but, kind but of a message does that send everybody? Dif- there's a difference between, like, it is their guy, but you would lose your job for not going with the guy who's playing at an other world level. You know, like, th- they would rather have this guy that they don't think is their quarterback than lose okay. their jobs because they're playing who they think their guy is. Well, I mean, that, that happened in Moneyball, like mm-hmm. the movie where they... Uh, Billy Bean kept saying, "Like I need you to play this guy instead of Carlos Pena." The manager yeah. said, "No, I'm not doing that." And then management traded the other guy. So it's just it's because you know damn well if that happens, if they do end up trading him, they get let's say a second round pick back. Everybody, all the fans, are just going to be complaining that yeah. you know we could we could have just used that mm-hmm. pick from Love back then, and now we're now we're going to finally but get a receiver it, and like Rodgers last year. I honestly really... would be okay with them trading it. I mean, for... I would too. It but it's really, like, what was the point of doing that then? It really depends. This whole thing is also very dependent on how well Rodgers plays. Because yeah. if Rodgers does become, you know, next level Rodgers again and just obliterates competition and is playing at an MVP level again for the next three or four years, this is exactly what he needed. They needed they needed somebody to light the fire again underneath this dude because I agree. To be honest, like if you're looking at it from an outside perspective, there hasn't been a legitimate threat to Aaron Rodgers' career since it started. Right. Like since since the very beginning when he took over and they drafted um who they pick in the second round of that year. I don't even Nick remember. Nick Collins. Yeah. Well, no, they they of uh, Rogers draft. Uh, no, not of Rogers draft. And the, they the next year, the year after, they picked another quarterback in the second round. I can't. Brian Brom. That's the one. Brian. Oh, Brom. the Flynn Brom and, draft. Okay, and so when go. they picked Flynn Brom, no, I mean, Brian Brom. I know. But I know. Flynn, Flynn, Flynn was all, and oh, Brom. Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, that was bad. Flynn and Brom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they picked those two, there was a fire underneath Rogers, and look yeah. what he did. He propelled his career into what he is now. And so, if that's the mindset of this, where you know, if this love pick was purely just to piss Rodgers off so he becomes next level Rodgers again, then so be it. I mean, that then it's a win. Then yeah. it's a win. It's a win. Oh, but absolutely. it's such a, it's still such a waste. It's, it is it's, a waste. It's, yeah. it's, it's a costly waste. But if you're trying to make your starting quarterback work harder again and realize that he is replaceable, it's at least slightly understandable a little bit more in my eyes. I agree. That's the really crappy thing about this whole part is that I just can't imagine the expectations on love right now. Oh, I feel and all the you awful know what he's got to go in through way. in these next couple of years. Well, that's because everybody's expecting what you guys are expecting from he him. Is, well, but, like, that's the thing. I mean, can you blame us? Like, what, what we don't, don't want to say that. We don't hate right. Jordan Love. But like, we all think the, he can be what he can and be. And we're going to cheer him on Absolutely. if he gets the opportunity. I, I think he can right. live up to his hype. But, but the thing is, and it's not, it's not you two in this situation, yeah. but. A lot of fans that are trying to justify this pick are saying, 
oh, well, I mean, it's a first-round quarterback. We're baller at making these quarterbacks great. No. We're, we're the Packers. We, we make quarterbacks great. But the thing that you don't understand is that not every quarterback is Brett Favre or Aaron Rodgers. Like, mm-hmm. that, it goes back to the, something that I've pushed since I've been here, just the, the fact that Packers fans and the identity of the Green Bay Packers and the organization are so spoiled right. by the fact that they've had back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Oh, yeah. I admit like, that. that doesn't Absolutely. happen. I admit that when I talk to other fans. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, right. I was born in 96. All I know is Favre and Rodgers. Right. Exactly, because you're the cognizant fan. But I've seen enough bad football right. to know what it is, but I have yet <laughs> but, to like go through it. But 99% yeah. of other people your age that are Packers fans yeah. are don't think that way. No. Because the, the, the not dedicated Packers fans, I should say. Packers yeah. fans are smart. Don't get me wrong. But like the, the you know everyday Joe kind of average but watches every Packers game every Sunday because that's just what you do in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. That fan doesn't know what a bad quarterback is. No. In yeah. putting their faith in a bad quarterback to be their starter. Like they don't understand the or or hoping, I guess, not necessarily a bad quarterback, but like like a Matthew Stafford, for example. Like Matthew Stafford's not Aaron Rodgers. He's a good quarterback. He's even a I would say close to I a think great he's a Hall of Famer. Right. I think he is too. Yeah. But like that's that's kind of what I'm talking about, though. Like that's that's the best that's, quarterback the Lions have had in years. Yeah. Like, like I went through Man. the beginning of my life. The quarterbacks for the Lions Kitna, were baby. Joey Harrington, John Kitna, uh, Drew Stanton, and Dante Culpepper. Oof, Drew Stanton. And then they went to Matt Stafford, who was picked, and it's been him since. So, like, that's who I had to put my faith in, and as a kid, mm-hmm. <laughs> and trust, and. Packers fans my age and our age have never dealt right. with that. Like the mo- the worst we had to deal with was uh, Tolzien taking over for a little bit. Tolzien and Hundley, Hundley. right? Yeah. But that but you knew that that was temporary. Yeah, absolutely. See, you it, you knew that that season was a wash at that point because you didn't but have man, Aaron Rodgers. That's, but man, that's that's what I'm saying. These expectations back. going on going into love like mm-hmm. the the difficulty to hit on back to back to back like hitting the trifecta of Hall of Fame quarterbacks. Yeah, it's damn near impossible. I don't think it's ever happened before. No, and I I don't expect Jordan Love. The Niners couldn't do it, and that's literally the only other benchmark that we have for two back to back quarterbacks. Montana to Young. Yeah, and do I think Jordan Love has potential? Like, does he have the arm strength and all that to be a Hall of Fame type of quarterback? Absolutely. Do I think he can be a great quarterback but not be a Hall of Famer? Yes. But does that make me happy still looking back at this draft like five years later if he's putting up those type of numbers? I don't know, man. Like, I guess so. Because if he is putting up these numbers, it's going to make me happy that we drafted him and stuff like that. But at the same time, I'm thinking about, man, we still only won one Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers. That's going to haunt me the rest of my life. That we only won one of with each Favre mm-hmm. and Rodgers? Yep. Because yeah. I feel like you know, here's the thing. Is I, I always say, like, why does this matter? Is because when you're having your heated arguments with your friends or on the bar table and stuff like that, you know, it's 3 o'clock in the morning and all that, and you're just arguing about sports, you're going off in, like, 20-minute tangents, and somebody says, yeah, the, only, the Packers only have, you know, this many Super Bowls, and they only won one with Favre and Rodgers. That's going to that's gonna turn a light on mm-hmm. me. I'm going to, like, mm-hmm. get heated. It's See, true. I don't think I'd get heated. I just get sad. Well, I'd get heated because I remember Especially not if it's, re-signing Jared Cook and all yeah. the front office moves that we made along the way. It's three o'clock in the morning, and I've been drinking. I will cry. That's <laughs> yeah. what would happen. So it's so I think I'll round off the conversation with this. Well, can I just Sorry. one? Okay, yeah, hit me with it. 
if you had to give like a comparison of like a baseline quarterback that Jordan Rogers, Jordan Rogers, Jordan, Jordan that's his brother, his brother. <laughs> Jordan Love, Jordan Rogers was an awful oh, quarterback. Man. Where did he go? Like you, Yousef or something? or something? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. No, yeah, I just went to Butte. Never mind. Um, what is the baseline quarterback that Jordan Love needs to be like to give a comparison? Hmm. It's tough. Like, in the are we talking like right skill now. set or like wins and losses? Well, because wins and losses. Well, so let's say it's, really say in it's a quarterback the right thing. now. What, right. what quarterback? I does hate Jordan that Love argument so much. The wins and losses are a quarterback stat. Um, right. I think. I mean, honestly, I would be okay with Jordan Love becoming Matt Stafford. I was gonna say. I think I hit the nail. I'd be on fine that. with that. Or I like a, like Philip Rivers. I just, or I'll say Joe Flacco. No, no not now, nope. Joe Flacco, but. Nope. But that level. It's the fact that there's a meme about they Joe Flacco being elite. They, yeah, because that defense was otherworldly. He won so a that, Super Bowl, that's, though. That that's putting of, a that lot of faith in. was winning a Super Bowl. That's fair. I just, I just want, yeah? honestly, this is... Just a, a better Joe Flacco. I have pretty high expectations for him still. We I, have to. I want him to be a Russell Wilson type because I, I, I look at his tape, and I think he has the mobility to do it, and I think if you're learning under Rodgers... Who else to learn from mm-hmm. once the once the pocket breaks down? And you got to make a play happen. I expect him, you know, the first See, couple of years afterwards to have that type of awareness and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and also have we've seen the arm strength and stuff like that. So I, I expect him to hopefully be like a Russell Wilson prototype. Best, best case scenario for me is a poor man's Patrick Mahomes. Which a but poor, isn't a poor man's, man's Patrick Mahomes just like your typical like system pocket quarterback? No, because Mahomes has legs. Kind of. So I, I mean, I think there are some similarities there. Like they've been yeah. connected so before. Like right now, Aaron. Well, I, I didn't want to do the Mahomes one because, like, that's all people talk about him being. You know, coming out of the draft <laughs> is you know the next Early Aaron this year's Patrick Mahomes. I just wanted to try. Yeah. I don't know. No, there's there's no other Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes yeah. has taken over from where Rodgers was as the best or most talented quarterback of all time. I wonder if Jordan Love played baseball. So, Random. Here's how I'll wrap it up. Maybe because Mahomes played baseball, Wilson played. It's the you think about all these really good quarterbacks nowadays. I mean, have, I guess it helps that they have like good arms. Kyler Murray, they all have like just absolute cannons can throw you know mm-hmm. off of any it's foot. True. It's true. So here's how I'll wrap this up. Okay. This is all very wishful thinking, and going through my days, I know as a Lions fan, but also watching a bunch of first round quarterbacks being taken that don't pan out. Yeah. It's it there's a reason why Bill Belichick did not draft Jordan Love. Yep. That's the thing. And Bill Belichick is the quarterback guru. He is. He is the pinnacle of quarterbacks in the NFL at right now. He took a sixth round pick in Tom Brady and made him a Super Bowl level quarterback. That's only one example and though. He, well, Matt Castle. And he made legitimate other quarterbacks as well. Uh, other Fair. other quarterbacks that became I wouldn't call Jacoby starters. A, but he well, became a, start, a serviceable starter in the NFL. That tree has been going on for a long time. And he had the opportunity to pick Jordan Love, and he passed. In a time where the first time in their franchise's history... Well, that doesn't... Well, not in the history. That Since Tom Brady. My that bad. doesn't necessarily mean that he doesn't like Jordan Love. It's just... He realizes that they need a quarterback now, and Jordan Love well, isn't a quarterback look at it this for way, now. Then. Look at it this way, then. He thought that little fourth-round fourth quarterback they drafted a couple years ago was better than Jordan Love. 
They're I, so I weird will, too. I will bet you money right now. Jared Stidham. That he will not be the starter no. week one. Well, they, that, that's the weird thing though. Is you, they only you have would a bet two- me money right now that Jared Stidham won't be the starter week one. Yes. Five bucks on it. I think he okay. is. Okay. Oh, that's such an easy bet. Um, sure. but it, I don't have money. It's so, so weird because. I don't either, but we're doing it. You know, it's just a cute two QB room in New England. They only have him and Hoyer, and they, you know, just they, pa- they, they passed on Ryan free agents. too. Well, they passed on Dalton, you know, Cam obviously probably because wasn't going to go there. Because I think that they think that Jared Stidham is their guy. That's what's so crazy. And they, they have so much they, faith in him. They have more faith in Jared Stidham than they do in Jordan Love. Right. That's just how I want to end this conversation. Well, how does Jared Stidham always make his way into our podcast? <laughs> you know who else like makes this. his way into our podcast? Nick Gartner, my man. want to remind you. He is. Just want to remind you that he is our one and only sponsor right now. Currently. He is. We are open for sponsorships right. if, if anyone would like to give us something. you're listening and you're like, hey, I would love to be a part of this podcast. You know, they have this great platform, 105.7 FM, the fan and the radio.com app and the producer's podcast. Boom. Mm-hmm. We got you. We'll hook you up. Sponsor us. We love you. You listen to us. Nick, I love you. Thank you for Thank you, Nick. your sponsorship to the three of us. You All we have me? to do is say your name in every podcast, and you gave us money for it. Your so sponsorship you helped me buy some Taco Bell this week. Look at that. You know who else I want to remind you guys about? I want to remind Anthony you. Mandela. Anthony Mandela. That's Anthony another great Mandela. name. He's not a sponsor. We have to add An- Andy, Andy Spitzer. Spitzer. I was going to say Spitzer after that. Our boy Spitz. The man, the myth, the legend, Andy Spitzer. We miss you. Well, speaking of legends. Guys, do you want to talk about a topic that we've been teasing for like a month and a half? Not not this segment. Not this segment, but the other one? Yeah. Yeah. Sam, what do you got for us? Oh. Do you know what it is? I think I know. So, speaking of legends, this guy is not, and that's Bill O'Brien. Because we're going to be talking about some of the... Some teams that have potential to be great but probably won't. Perfect which timing. Teams, Our food is here. Which teams are that? You'll have to find out next. Woo! After this. Hello? It's not about size. It's about heart. <laughs> I don't have that either. Oh. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Welcome back. It's Half Sam and Dan on demand, and for some reason my Siri is going off right now. Sorry. I love when that happens. I don't know why. Our this food like conversation, good. and then Siri will just pop up. All right, episode eighteen, the something like that, the Miles Plumley episode. Ooh, mm, nice. people good forget. Pull. Hey Red Siri, pull? was my food good? What? What? Anyway, no, you know who? Bunzels. Bunzels wasn't awesome. good. Bill O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay, Siri. Damn. We, we, we accept your apology. But real quick, uh, we have to give our little shout out to oh. uh, Good Good Land it? Wings. Good Land Wings. There in are Milwaukee. two locations. There's one on uh, Oakland and Locust, which I used to go to all the time when I was okay. at UWM. And then they opened up one in Brookfield, like near Brookfield Square. Okay, it was and very good. Uh, I had the garlic parmesan. They and are the, what was the the. One? Uh, Sriracha bourbon. Sriracha bourbon. They, uh, Excellent. The thing about Goodland Wings is they're not fried. They're baked, so they're like healthier for you, too. Oh, I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Nice. So it's, yeah, they're very good, pretty healthy, good size, too. 
Yeah, it's a nice heft to them. Relatively decent price. They have uh, specials on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I promise this is not a sponsor. No, they're not. Or no. an ad. I paid full price for those. Me too. Yeah. They, and but I, they were just so good, we had to say something about it. We're trying to yeah. support local businesses mm-hmm. during this time. And that's a it's local business. It's tough on all of us, and that's a local business. So congratulations for being our option. And I well, there watched you guys eat those wings. All right, Sam. Are you hungry now? Bad. Are you hungry now? No. Okay, well, that's oh, good. Okay. Well, because last week you were hungry. You know who like is you, hungry for a champion? I'm just going to keep DeAndre on hammering. Hopkins. <laughs> DeAndre Hopkins. I'm just going to keep on hammering Bill O'Brien because it's so funny. But we've been wanting to get to this topic for a very long time. We since teased the it like, like a, yeah. a week or two before the draft. Yeah, ever well, since the free agency. Ago. So yeah. when did free agency open? Like beginning of April? Yeah, yeah literally yeah, since since the month. DeAndre Hopkins trade happened, we've been so wanting been to do this topic. a month and a half. The last time we, th- we talked about this topic, we were in our normal setting of doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. Damn, that's weird to think well, about. Well, the full roster. Yeah. So, the question is, who is the closest to getting back was to relevancy or you yeah, know, to back into something back like into that. the playoffs maybe? Closest to winning a championship. Just who has the chance to not mess up enough yeah. to actually get somewhere <laughs> positive? And those teams are the Houston Texans number 1. Uno. Uh, the Los Angeles Rams with the new logo, new stadium. Dos. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 3, just cuz we're Packers fans and we're, you know, kind of assholes. Late game edition. The Chicago Bears. Oh, that Bears. Am I going to have to bleep that? What? A-hole? No. That's not radio friendly. I don't Is know. it not? I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll keep it in either way. It doesn't really matter. No one listens to this. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> if you've listened, to our three if listeners, you've listened this far. Sorry for A-hole. Who right. gives a bleep? If you've listened this far, thank you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Legitimately. Oh, I have a story to tell you, Sam, after this about listening for a long time. I told Dan during <laughs> the week. About like it's such a last week's tease. podcast. <laughs> oh, oh, I, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it, it's a thing I don't want to talk about in no, case let's talk in case she no, listens to this. No, we're changing the topic. We're talking about this because this is funny. Oh, yes. oh no, because never then we're never gonna get to <laughs> this topic. Gonna, okay, but but we'll least, could that be a joke? We'll at least start with this. We'll All right, start with so this. Evan, Evan, real, real quick story. detour. <laughs> so Sam, Better you're single not. right now. Correct. I'm single right now. Correct. This is not a good story for this. Are you are you on Tinder or any of those right no. now? Okay, so I am. I I prefer this is honestly I prefer I just them. like meeting people like in no person. I agree I just yeah. I Can't you know I hate them but you know in certain situations I kind of just have no choice okay. um, to like meet people. Okay. Jesus, yeah. Sam. <laughs> I work in I worked at bars for like yeah. the last five years, so That's you're true. talking to the so, wrong guy. Yeah, uh, there are other so I you know I've been talking to someone on. Tinder, like before all of this what lockdown, it's okay. It's worth it. It'll tie in. It's okay, Sam. Evan so I've been talking to someone. It like well over a month, but the you know the virus and everything kind of makes everything tough. So like can't meet or whatever. So I told her my job and like that I had a podcast and I gave her directions because she was like I might want to listen. So yeah. I was like okay, um, she's a you know like girl power like all that which I'm all for you know okay. absolutely should be. Um, she listened to last week's podcast or started listening to it. Yeah. Which I don't know if you remember last week's podcast or listened back to it at all. Within the first five minutes, I made a joke about cheerleading not being a sport. And then a couple minutes later, said that I hate women. <laughs> oh, yeah, you did. <laughs> Yeah, and he I don't know why. Of course, jokingly, but she like I, she got mad. Cheerleading Man. is absolutely a sport. Like it, the amount of 
effort and dedication and athleticism that it takes. It's ridiculous. Like, and I, I was making a joke. Like, I know, I know. And then, I know. and then, like later, I, I don't remember the context, but I said like, and I, you know, I hate women or something. And then mm-hmm. I was like, well, here's the thing: women hate me. I don't hate them. <laughs> that mean, part is the truth. The I mean, joke yeah. was, I hate women because I, I like women. Okay. I like women, mom. Um, <laughs> but so she listened to that. And she was, she was like. Well, the funniest thing is she didn't know what my voice was, so she didn't know which oh. one was which. She's trying to play it off as if it was one of us. No, 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 no. I, I owned up to it oh, right away. You? I was I was okay. cause I was like, listen, if I do actually want to meet her, which like, you know, kinda do. Right. You have to be honest. I was like, okay, I have to say this is my voice. <laughs> and I um I was like, you know, I it was just it was like it's you know, probably wasn't the best joke ever, but I was just like, you know, kind of Taking a crack at like the meathead sport fans, where like, oh, women suck. Like, it's all about dudes, and all I want is my woman to be in the kitchen, or you know, like that kind of thing. I was taking a stab on like, oh, I hate women. Like, you know, that kind of thing. So d bags. Yes, correct. And and she, I, I asked, I was like, are you upset at that? And she's like, well, I'm not not upset, but at the same time, like, I get what's going on, but like, I don't think she was too thrilled because she thought it was like super misogynistic and like. Well, so what's that happened kind of since then? Because that was like three, two or three days ago. Still, you guys still talking? Yeah. Okay, good. Well, you know what that but really? Is, you know what that really showed is that she had a poor sense of humor. If she, I, <laughs> so, stop listening if you're listening to this. It's it's possible she might. I've, I don't care. I'm never going to meet her. Oh my! <laughs> I might not either. Who knows at this point? <laughs> I probably, I probably ruined After your. That, I probably, probably ruined not. your. Yeah, I probably Sam ruined your chances. You're, well, Sam just you were the one who wanted you. to bring this up. I didn't. Dan was the one who wanted to bring it up. <laughs> I just find this uh, whole situation to be hilarious. Yeah, because you're married. You don't have to deal with any of this. That's you know, fair, uh, but... you know who else is never going to meet again. Who's what? that? DeAndre Hopkins and Bill O'Brien. Oh, good one. Okay, I like it. That's a Paul Bart for the century right there. Yeah. D- Sam, <laughs> dig us out of this. So, like... so this all started after Bill O'Brien made the dumbfounding trade of sending DeAndre Hopkins to the Arizona Cardinals for a second-round pick and David Johnson. Oh, and we'll give the Cardinals a draft pick as well. Mm-hmm. And it's just ridiculous to think that they didn't even get a Hopkins, first round pick for him. That after the Vikings got a first round pick for Diggs, mm-hmm. so the Texans are by themselves in their own league. On top of that, they also got Brandon Cooks from the other team that we're going to be talking about, the L.A. Rams, mm-hmm. for a couple draft picks, and they'll probably end up paying Brandon Cooks more than they're going to end up paying DeAndre Hopkins when you think about it. Which is crazy. Yeah, that's Nuts. Bill. That's Bill O'Brien in a nutshell for you. It does not make any sense. Evan, I apologize if you're trying to salvage the um, the relationship right yeah. now. <laughs> yes. It's it's funny you say that because <laughs> it's actually happening. Yeah. You are laser focused in there. Anyway, so <laughs> people who aren't laser focused are the Rams front office when they uh, let Todd Gurley go. Well, even going back to uh, that, I, I think that was a smart move uh, for the money. Fine, but I'm just but, talking about. But even before logistics. that, we can add to it, right? Getting Jalen Ramsey for a crazy amount of draft picks. That's that, right. I mean, He's when's the next time they have capital. a first-round draft pick? I don't even not know. for a while. Yeah. And then you still have all the dead cap of Todd Gurley, and then are apparently not paying him, which is pissing him off and making him say yeah. it on Twitter. He uh, spoke again today about it. You also give $3 trillion to Jared Goff, 
Which at the time saying, it seemed like the right but choice. But right now they're saying that they're not even confident in him as their quarterback of the future. And then you give all the money in the world to Aaron Donald, which is well deserved. He's the best yeah. defensive player. But in now you're stuck because you got to pay Ramsey. Now you're stuck with it. Correct, because you're paying both of them. So you're and literally all of your eggs I mean, are in three baskets. Yeah, right what now. like sixty percent of their cap is tied into three people. And then they have Andrew Whitworth, who also is a bunch of money. Right, and then that's just the team. Now you're also dealing with a new stadium. New stadium that and puts new you in awful debt. logo. Awful logo. Awful logo. We haven't we touched seen the jerseys yet, and I'm pretty sure the jerseys were supposed to be out already. I mean, it should be. It should be pretty easy. They should just go to those like. Royal blue and yellow uniforms, right? But, but that's too close to the Chargers. They'll find a way to f though. it up, and they'll put that stupid LA logo on the actual. The Chargers have like six jerseys. Oh, that's so true, and they're awesome. They're um, awesome. They're legendary. So that's the first two teams. Our final team is just because of the quarterback that they decided to draft. Da Bears. Da Bears. And, and having 13 tight it's ends. It's mostly on the it's mostly Ryan Pace. I think that we're talking about when we talk about this team. Yeah. Well. Mm-hmm. And the quarterback Nagy. situation, because even and bringing the tight end in, situation, even bringing in Nick Foles this year before the word on Cam got out that they're eventually going to release him. Because I think they Andy got Dalton. Yeah, but I think my, they got Foles a little premature. Or think, Jameis Winston. Right, they, they pulled the trigger way too quickly, but and I gave up way too and much. And signed Jimmy Graham. Yeah. Uh, but but yeah, <laughs> and drafted a tight end in the like second 73 round. Seventy-three people that you can have overall on your team right now. Uh, more than that, I want to say it's ninety. Really? I didn't think it was that high. Anyway, I um, think. how do you have 10 of those players be tight ends yeah. at one and position? And they've, they've since cut one. Okay, so still nine. That's that's a tenth of your team as tight ends right, right now. That's insane. And they're going to keep three. They're going to keep Cole Komet, mm-hmm. Jimmy yeah, Graham, round pick, second round pick, and yeah. my boy, Shaheen. UWM grad Demetrius Harris. Oh, yeah? That's oh, your boy. That's going to be an interesting battle, Shaheen or uh, Harris. I think it's going to be Demetrius because he's more so. multidimensional. Yeah, UWM. Mm-hmm. He played basketball at UWM and somehow became an NFL player. I have a bobblehead of Demetrius Harris. And Do you really? I have a signed Demetrius Harris bobblehead. I mean, bobblehead. the Bears nice. don't really have any yeah. wide receivers either. They have uh, Allen Robinson, but he's like he's I, pretty good. Okay, I'm a, I, I, I hate the Bears real quick. I hate the Bears, but I will die on a hill for Allen Robinson. He's good. That dude is so good. He played with I mean, Blake him, Bortles him and Mitch Trubisky as his boat, quarterbacks. Blake Bortles. I mean, I mean that, that hurt. And a he torn ACL. That but that's Jaguars he's team. still so good. That Jaguars okay. team was fun. No, he's good. With he's Allen okay. Robinson and Allen Hearns and Blake Bortles throwing him the ball, that was fun. Dude, Robinson is he's a great route runner. That's all I can mm-hmm. say. So those are our three teams. He's okay. So the question is, which of these three teams will get the closest back into NFL so, relevancy? I'll start. That was uh, a cool song there. Sorry. Out of the three teams, it was okay. it was cute. out of the three teams, I mean, there's a team that can change their entire fortunes in one move. And that's the Texans firing Bill O'Brien. Absolutely. But will they? Nah. Maybe after this year. Uh, it if depends on how he bad it already keeps been getting. gone. After that playoff loss to the Chiefs, he should have been gone. See, as I said right now, the Texans are the best team out of those three, I think. But yes. I mean with Bill O'Brien at the helm, they're not gonna get better. No. <laughs> like he's gonna find more stupid ways to F up that team. Kenny Stills is still on the block. They might do a stupid trade for that, honestly. Mm. I thought the Packers were gonna give him like a six round pick for him. Still maybe could. True. I just don't get it because like I like their wide receiver room yeah, right now. Like, I agree. Like it sucks that you don't have the best wide well, second best wide receiver in football anymore in DeAndre Hopkins. But it's a it's a and, serviceable but, trio. But, right. They they replaced well, him with Brandon four. Cooks, yeah. who I, I feel like Brandon Cooks is kind of like Irrele- not irrelevant, but like his 
his skill set is irrelevant next to the guys that they already have in the room. Like but they're the all kind is, of the like, same guy. The, what, that, but I kind of like that about it. Like they're all these short, quicker dudes. Like that's kind of where the league is turning. Like you don't have that big guy that's going to jump up and grab a bunch of balls and stuff like that. But they have like a poor man's Chiefs wide receivers group. And well. Eh. I mean, yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's, Hill, but you have, okay. it's like a dollar store version of Very the but, Chiefs. Sorry, well, I wasn't disagreeing. Sounds, I was just trying to like think right. about all their but if, receivers. But if you think about the theirs. Chiefs, I mean, they have Tyreek Hill. They have uh, Sammy Hardman. Watkins, McCole Hardman. And, uh, Demarcus Robinson Demarcus is not Robinson. on the team anymore. He's a free but, agent. But, right, but I'm saying from last year. So yeah. those, they had those four guys. If you fill in what the Texans have, Brandon Cooks, who's nowhere near the same level as Tyreek Hill, but he <laughs> no. has... I would say kind of a little bit slower, but about that kind I of skill set. I think he's been traded for the most first-round picks in NFL history. Probably. Uh, then number two, you have Randall Cobb. And mm-hmm. number three, you have Kenny Stills. We're forgetting Will Fuller. And that's who my number four was, Will Fuller. I think, so, so I think Fuller's number two. I think he might be even their number one. Well, Potentially. I, I, yeah. I was just listing them off. Okay. I wasn't saying in gotcha. a specific order. But what I'm saying is I feel like those are four pretty similar wide receivers. Yeah. And like. Mm-hmm. Top to bottom, the Texans is probably better out of those four. Like, they're in the all, easiest division out missing, of these three, too. All they're missing is Taylor Gabriel, and they have like an entire wide receiver core of the exact same guy. Exactly. So that's why I'm thinking like, like <laughs> Taylor if Gabriel's that's what they're out wanting there. to do. At least it makes a little bit of sense. But I mean, still, if if their goal was to trade Hopkins, they got nowhere near the amount that they should have. And then Bill O'Brien goes and signs. Laramie Tunzel the fifteen more million dollars than he deserves per season. You think he's only worth six million a year? Yeah, I thought he got twenty seven million a year. Twenty two. Twenty two. My bad. So I would say like fifteen million a year. So that's seven. well, yeah, because that's right around the going rate of like a good tackle, a good left tackle, right? He way overpaid him. And I think, the, oh man, the Packers better when they're negotiating with Bakhtiari's agent. They better be like, listen. Nope, that's not the way it goes. We want like, to get listen, you paid, but we can't, that that was just unnecessary. We're not, not the, the coach and the GM. We are just the GM. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna say that that's not realistic. We know what we're doing here. <laughs> yeah, we've we've had success. We've won a uh, Super Bowl before. We're not paying you twenty one million. But we'll try to pay you. <laughs> we'll pay you. We'll yeah. get you some money. See, I don't think that's the way it's going to work, though. That's yeah. never the way it works. It's, it's always... Damn Bill O'Brien costing us David Bakhtiari. Well, yeah, that, what's going to happen is, is the, the Packers are going to sign him for like $18 million. And it's still going to be way too much. I agree. Anyway, uh, so that's the Houston... The, the, the like Texans, I said, too, right. they really do have the easiest division out of these three teams. But if we're talking... Mm-hmm. Right, and that's why I think the Rams are boned. The yeah. Rams are going to finish last they in the might, NFC. They West. honestly might be after two, I think two years after being in the yeah. Super Bowl, they're going to be one of the worst. The Cardinals teams in, got so much right because the Cardinals got so much better. Obviously, the 49ers are one of the best teams in football. As long as the Seahawks still have Russell Wilson, and, they're right, going to be relevant. Right. Exactly, and like their receiving core is kind of taking shape. What? What? Yeah, and if Josh mm-hmm. Gordon comes back. Yeah, if Josh Gordon comes back, they have, they have a pretty solid team I want over Josh there. Gordon back in they the league so bad. They desperately need some uh, defensive help, especially on the edge if they do not re-sign Jadavion Clowney. But How has he not been gave, signed yet? They gave somebody else uh, Clowney's number, so it does seem like that's they might pretty move much. On from yeah. Clowney. We'll see. I don't know. Plus, Everson Griffin is still out there, too, and they nobody signed him, which I think is also very There's weird. a bunch of guys, like Snacks Harris. There's a bunch Snacks of free agents that like, you just think too. about, like, how is this guy? I love like, him on the Packers, dude. I know, right? It's like, how, give him a Muhammad Wilkerson type of deal. <laughs> the anyways. Packers have space left. 
yeah. like twelve million. Would you take Taylor Gabriel? No. I would. No. Really? No. Anyway, then there's the Bears. Who are the Bears? And Bears. they have Bears. one of the worst coaches in football as their head coach. Absolutely. Uh, they have one uh, of well, the, he was coach of the year, also, by the way. <laughs> Got to remember that. Then they also uh, have one of the worst quarterback rooms in the league, uh, with Mitch Trubisky and Nick Foles. Mitch kissing boobies, Trubisky. You guys, um, come on. You oh, know the yeah, the, I, I know oh, what he's talking about. The yeah, I, okay. I love kissing boobies. He also is a yeah. Packers fan. He is. Yeah. Hell yeah, go Packers. <laughs> and then uh, running backs, with they still S's. have a question mark there. Yeah, who knows what the hell Dave Montgomery is going to turn into. Right, and Tariq Cohen isn't on the team anymore. I think. I what? think he's a free agent. No, what? he's still on the team. Are you sure? Because he was only like got, two or three years if in. If he went to another team, I would have remembered it. Okay. Probably. Anyway, I don't think he went on another team. I thought he was just a free agent. Anyway, maybe. Um, their wide receiver I don't think room he, he outside been of Allen Robinson, I guess, for Sam's sake, is uh, garbage. And then their defense is uh, a different tier. Anthony Miller, I think he, I mean, he tore the Packers up in the. Yeah, he he's he's a, like a number three playing in a number two. And he spot. couldn't stay on the field last year in the early exactly. part of the season, so they have they have, they, have Taylor they at least have something. I think their wide receiver core is. It's probably one of the better parts of their offense. Yeah. Their offensive line isn't anything. No, this is the last year of so Tariq bad. Cohen's deal. Okay. Honestly, they have Kyle Long, and I can't name another player on their offensive line. It's terrible. And yeah. then you go on the defensive side of the ball, it's a completely different story. They're stacked oh. on defense. They have a great yeah. defense. And that's how you win a lot of games is by your defense. But if you don't have a team that can put on any points, I don't, I don't see this. I, I honestly think the Bears are the worst team in the NFC North. Yeah. I do. I think the Lions are going to be better than them. When we were doing our uh, schedule reveal show yesterday, I had the Packers splitting with the Vikings and the Lions, but sweeping the Bears. I have the same thing, actually. I have the Packers going 6-0 in the division and still finishing 11-5. Again, you think they're going to repeat. And still going 11-5. and five. See, <clears throat> So, are we kind of done with talking about the Bears? Yeah. There's something that we missed on with the Texans that I think we we'll want to... So, now that we're talking about these teams trying to go back to relevancy... I think isn't Deshaun Watson's deal up after this year? Maybe not. But I think it's two. but do we think that Deshaun Watson's going to stay with the Houston Texans? Yeah, well, they, it's yeah, two. He, yeah, because they okay. just but even afterwards right. with all the moves that have been happening, I mean, the only you, way that he does is if they if he ends up liking this team better than what he had with Hopkins. I like, I think he's gone, man. I I just like why that happens. Yeah, but it's like why stay in Houston. Right, I don't, I don't, I don't. JJ Watt's not going to be who he is. JJ Watt's awesome, but like by the time his deal's up. Yeah, the, outside of JJ Watt, they don't really have a lot of studs on that defense. I can't name somebody on their I defense. I don't think I can either, which is sad because I'm a big football guy, but I don't Same. think I honestly can. Like, it's not they they won last year because of their offense. And I know they got Laramie Tunsil, but last year Watson was just running for his life. All the time. Yeah, the offensive line is terrible. But ironically, I still think that because of Deshaun Watson, they're the oh, best man. team in that division, maybe. Even. After uh, Mahomes and Lamar, he is my favorite, like, I love next Deshaun. up yeah, young he's quarterback. A stud, mm-hmm. dude. He's a stud. So, I, yeah, I would say probably the team closest to making the playoffs again this year is going to be the Texans. I think the Bears won't even sniff it. I think the Rams won't even sniff it. So, if, of those three teams... Kind of just like Should process of elimination, yeah. literally. So we have a consensus that we think Houston's... Which is incredible, despite tripping over their own feet <laughs> and, and every single move that they make, they're the best setup of those three teams mm-hmm. to make the playoffs. Hmm, who knew that? We, As much as we talk trash about them, that we think that they're going to be back so in. Because they still quick, have talent. I just yeah. have a question. So who do you think wins the AFC South with the Colts 
So Jaguars, Titans, and Texans. The Titans. This year, yeah. I don't think so. You think it's the Colts? I think it's going to flop. I think, well, I think Derrick Henry is going to end up getting hurt. I don't think he can sustain the amount of carries that he took at the end of last year coming into this year where they're going to ask him pretty much to do the exact same thing. I don't think that's sustainable. Mm-hmm. So I think he's the first. Uh, as soon as he goes down, they're done. Like, they don't. Deion Lewis is their backup running back. I liked him when he was in New England. So he helped I, me in fantasy. You like everything. They, they got a mammoth at receiver in AJ Brown. No, I like it when they help me in fantasy football. Right. No, that's what I'm saying. Everybody likes people sleep on in New England. People sleep on AJ Brown. Mm-hmm. Dude's a tank. Yeah, at wide no, receiver. He's good. No, definitely. But I, I don't. I think that Delaney Walker still. Kicking. Well, here's the thing too: is the Titans just lost Logan Ryan, their best corner from last year mm-hmm. too. I don't know if he's going to a different team or what. But he went on Twitter we saying, "My time in Butler. Titans yeah, is done." Yeah, I saw that. Um, well, didn't they trade for Calais Campbell too? No, Ravens got Calais. Ravens did. That's right. But they also the Titans lost Drell Casey. Drell Casey. That's the one. Yeah. That's the DM that I for was a missing. seventh round pick. So I, yeah, I, I don't know. I think that the Titans are going to take a huge drop off. I think that Tannehill is going to be nowhere near as good as he, was, as he was at the end of last season. I could see the Colts making a run for They're the gonna NFC get, get South. Exposed. The Colts and the Texans, I think, are the two teams to watch out for. The Buck- I mean, I Darius think Leonard on the same defense. First one to, like, nine wins wins that yeah. division. I think so. Maybe even, I mean, an 8-8 eight and eight team might win that division. It's possible. Because they're playing the NFC North, and, I mean, the NFC North's not good either, but I would take the Bears, who is probably the worst team, the Bears and the Lions. I think that they'll beat Three of those four teams. I would take the Lions over the Titans in a game. <clears throat> and lucky for the Packers, See, like I don't know, they play the Titans at the end of the season. And on my schedule release, point, I have the Packers losing. I think we that should game. do this for another episode. Is kind of give our divisional previews. Okay, okay. Kind of break I'm it down, down division by division. Listen, fans, all of you listening to us, all of you, we have a list of ideas of things to talk about. It's true. We're not going anywhere no. yet until we don't have a job. <laughs> but hopefully Which that hopefully happen. that won't be for like a month or 10 or ever. We may not we can ha- work here forever, you guys, and make blank dollars an hour. I tell you what, though. Why'd you tell him it was kind of wrap hour? up? Damn. Yeah, why? It doesn't matter. <laughs> we make salary. But. Oh, right. 230. We get, oh, Anthony, we get Anthony Mandela like, money. But no, we're all salary. But we got that Mandela money. We may not have a job after this next segment. If people are actually hearing what we are, you're killing these Paul Blarts today. Are uh, doing? Because I'm going to be honest, I'm surprised that some of the people in our station don't uh, hear this and be like, "What's going on in this podcast here?" If it's their first time listening, (laughs) and we'll have all those moments next. What are they? You'll have to find out. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there you have it. There you have it. I love doing that at the end. We're back. It's Seth, Sam, and Dan on demand. Final segment here. The best segment, in my opinion, because we hear from some of the best moments from this past mm-hmm. week or just great moments overall in the fan. And frankly, it's and, just us not talking. And so. you get no context for the clip that just played. Yeah, you're Absolutely. welcome. Yeah. Um, no context. No context. You, you, can, you can try to decipher that one yourself. You can figure out who is all involved <laughs> in that clip and... You can figure out what's going on. We're not going to tell you anything. Good luck. We're going to tell you what's going on with the best on the fan. Sam, take it away. So, you know who can't decipher anything else either is us after the caller on the big show made this comment about Rick Wagner. 
and they have no right tackle. Yeah, right tackle is Ricky Wagner, so we'll see how oh, he God. plays out. Well, that's like having no right tackle. <laughs> You're not a Ricky Wagner fan, then, so, I take it, so, so, Wagner so, can't block dead people. Oh, hey. <laughs> that's not nice at all, Jim. Couldn't block dead people. Is that what he said? Dude, that's bad, man. That's one of the best I've ever heard. Ricky Wagner could be listening, man. He's a Wisconsin guy. You can't, man. That's tough. What in the world? He got the laugh on that, Steve. That was funny. That's just mean. Yeah, like, it was really mean, but it was also Ricky Wagner's a Wisconsin guy. What if Those he was actually listening? Really, really, what what made that so funny was Leroy's laugh because, like, Leroy's reaction to that whole thing that happened mm. earlier today. It's Friday, by the way, um, and it was just so funny. Like uh, Leroy's laugh whenever he starts going off on and actually like, like from deep in the gut laughing. Mm-hmm. Like I can never stop laughing either. I it's like this is I've bet that guy's never even watched like a Rick Wagner play a snap either. He's pretty good. Like yeah. I mean, he was with the Lions. He had a terrible last season, but other than that, he was like a okay line Isn't linebacker. Isn't he a great run lineman. blocker? He's Just, a, more of a run blocker, right? So, so anyway. that should have been our first sign for the off season, but that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> What's right. number two? Number two, we all have our golden rules of what not to do on the radio. Uh, one, of, <laughs> one of them is kind of clapping right in the mic. You can do it sometimes. You can do it a little farther away. But overall, it's just not really recommended. However, rules do not apply when you are when you invented the Lambo Leap. And when you're at home during a pandemic. Absolutely. And when you're a Packers Hall of Famer, like our guy, Leroy Butler, right here. Who's clapping? Is that Leroy? That's me clapping, fool. I can't see you, fool. I How would see, I know? Yes. You know what I sound like. Your clap? Yes. Okay. Ready in unison, we'll say foo. Three, two, one. Foo! I'm leaving that in. There's just such an assertive foo that I loved it. such a great foo. I'm leaving in you counting that off. (laughs) That's also fine. I think it's hilarious. That was so incredibly well done by Leroy there. Because, I mean... Come on, he's Leroy. Everybody knows what Leroy. I is get doing, it. Even if there's absolutely no, I context, get it. Like, Leroy's a segment. Leroy's a Packer Hall of Famer. Like I get it. Guys. I, I get that. Yeah. I get it. You can hear him clapping, clapping at his chamber door. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all right. I mean, I get it. No, yeah, like, yeah, I get, I get it too. Just, like you know, I get it. Sometimes you just want to clap and have a good time, and you know, I get it. I get that. But I'm just I think saying, I get it. I think Bill Michaels, he gets it too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You you take the best player on the board. I get that. But I understand there's an eighth inning guy and a ninth inning guy. I get it. But we all know there's good people in the bunch. I get that. And I'm trying to get to the green and I'm taking a chance or something. I get it. There are many Minnesota fans in the area as well. I get that. Even some St. Louis Blues fans in the area. He wasn't being racist. He was just trying to describe how quick they were, but it was a poor choice of words. And I get it. So, yes, you do have standing around. You've got commercial breaks. I get all that. And it's 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 his own doing. I get it. Well, his leadership is... I said, you, you, you're, you're right on that. I get that. Same way with cigars. I get it. Or it's an island hole and you're, you're shooting over it or short or it's hitting and rolling off. Okay, I get that. All the different things behind closed... I get all that. I get it. It's terrible PR. You know, I, I get it when your kids start to have concussions. That that jumps into a whole other realm. Okay? It just... It, 
as a parent, you know, you've got decisions to make, okay? I get that. So my question is this. I get it, okay? It's the NFL. They don't want any more bad publicity. I get it. They've got money involved. They don't want parents saying no to the NFL. They don't want people to boycott the NFL. They don't want sponsors to go against the NFL or bail on the NFL. I get it. So, I mean, he absolutely, I get it. I've said all along, I'm hitching my wagon to Budweiser. I mean, I've got friends that work there, and I get it, you know? So, therefore, you might as well just take the pick. Okay, I get that. It was a banged-up crew. I get it. I get that. I get it. I get that. I get it. I get that. I get it. Well, I get that. I get it. And I respect it. Medicine wants to continue to move on. I get that. Not only was he a terrific boxer, and I appreciate the phone call, terrific boxer, terrific athlete. Okay, get it. Now, during the season, uh, practices are closed to the public. I get that. There's people that feel a particular way. You feel a particular way. I get it. So sometimes we just have to take their word for it that this guy simply isn't ready yet. And I get that. Completely dumb. I get it. It's been like that. That's the way they do it. They drag it damn near into July. I get it. Yeah, I get that. Uh, the players policing themselves, but you got to come down a little bit harder on some of these guys. And I look, I get all of that. It's maddening. I get it. It's maddening. And you know what? I get that. And I get it, guys. I totally get it too. We all I have our crutches on radio. Thing here. Everybody has their crutch. I get it. I get it. Uh, yeah, I get that. <laughs> I can't I can't hold it in. Alright. So All right. And I get that this is the end of the show. That about does it for the Randall Cobb, Jason Kendall, Miles Plumley episode of Half Sam and Dan and on that. demand, number eighteen. I get that. We're gonna have a good one next one. It's the Robin Yellen episode. I mean, come on, number nineteen. The Damian Inglis. Absolutely. One. So that's gonna be fun. Beno Udre. Uh <laughs> Packers that had number nineteen. Equinemia St. Brown. And uh, this is really fun for me, you guys, watching you do this. I, I'm more watching I'm more so watching painful. Evan right now because you started you started <laughs> the, like a stroke over there in the corner. I it was just me realizing that I'm gonna have to edit all of this out. And I get that. And I get I, that. I, I get it. <laughs> and I get that it's I, I don't even know. I guess I just I don't know. I'm a dumbass. Like just don't It's alright, man. Just I, don't be just don't be one. We can't we can't just say don't be a dumbass like Evan at the end of every podcast because that's like the last ten podcasts. Just don't be Bill O'Brien. <laughs> well, it's it's just common knowledge. Just don't be a dumbass. Like or a Bill O'Brien. Yeah, yeah. Don't be a dumbass. Just don't. Just don't be a dumbass, Milwaukee. And I get that we just completely forgot to credit my coworker Joe Zola for making that. I get it. It happens. We're busy. We got stuff to do. I hope Joe gets it. He will. I get it. I mean, I get it. All right. Stop for us to go. And I get that. I get it too. <laughs> and I get that. Sure. And I get Have that. a good one. Bye. And I get that. Sure. Alright. And I get that. Alright, alright, alright. I I get it. I get it. Sure. I get it. I get it. Sure. Bye. <laughs> I need a beer. <laughs>